That's what I'm talking about, Saints fans. Happy Monday to us all who live, breathe, and die the black and gold. Your Saints get the win over the Atlanta Falcons 24-9. They advance to 8-2 on the season, and with the Packers' loss, they lead the NFC right now, especially the NFC South with one more game against the Falcons and one more game against the Panthers remaining for division play. But one game at a time, they get the win over the Falcons on Sunday inside the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. We'll do a recap of the game with WDSU Sharif Ishak here shortly. But first, you know what time it is. Cue the music. I want to go through some of the game notes from Sunday's game against the Falcons because it is truly astonishing all of the accolades and all of the notes that the Saints had yesterday in the performance against the Falcons. Okay, quickly, first, the quarterback Taysom Hill's first career start, we all know in place of Drew Brees, was a success. He completed 18 of 23 passes for 233 yards while also carrying 10 times for a game-high 51 yards with a career-high two rushing touchdowns and a 108-point nine passer rating. That's first. Second, wide receiver Michael Thomas had his most successful performance of the season with nine receptions for 104 yards. His second catch, which was his 482nd, gave him the most catches by an NFL player in his first five NFL seasons, surpassing Jarvis Landry. Third, running back Alvin Kamara rushed 13 times for 45 yards with one touchdown as he scored his 50th career touchdown. It became the first NFL player to have 500 yards rushing and 500 yards receiving in each of his four seasons. It goes on. Linebacker Demario Davis led the Saints with seven tackles, four solo, and added one sack and one pass defense. Defensive end Cam Jordan had four solo tackles, three sacks for a 14-yard loss, three tackles for a loss, and three quarterbacks hits three quarterback hits with 21 sacks against Atlanta. Jordan became the 12th player in NFL history to have 20 sacks against an opponent. I'm, I'm, you can't see me, but I'm doing the stack that Cam Jordan does. All right, last but certainly not least, with nine and a half sacks, Trey Hendrickson is tied for the league lead with Cleveland's defensive end, Miles Garrett. Woo! That is is a mouthful for your New Orleans Saints. And that's not all. I could have gone on. I know I just spewed a lot of stats at you. You might have to go back and reverse it a little bit. But that was, I just said reverse, rewind, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the kids are calling it these days. But that is a mouthful for this Saints squad who put up a stellar performance against the Falcons on Sunday. Okay, enough of me talking how great they were. Let's go ahead and get into the game recap with Sharif Ishaq. Sharif, I believe I was with you at the beginning of the week when we were talking about Taysom or Jameis and which one was going to start. Obviously, in Sunday's game, Tamis, ooh, not Tamis, Taysom got the start. Um, but what was your thought process when you heard that Taysom was going to get the start for the Saints? Um, I really wasn't that shocked because Taysom has been in the system a little bit longer. I shouldn't say a little bit. He's been in the system much longer than, than Jameis Winston. They paid him $21 million for two years. They have to see what you know, what he has on the field. If he can indeed be the future quarterback, like Sean Payton has said quite a few times, 
since he's been on the team. Um, I think it was the right move now that you look at it. Um, we did against the Atlanta Falcons. I know it was a slow. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know it was somewhat of a, um, a controversial decision. There was some criticism nationally, even locally, if they should go Jameis since he's gotten a lot more snaps, a lot more reps in like live action. He's they're you no know, throwing for five thousand yards, all the touchdowns. Yes, he has a lot of interceptions. Many people thought felt like that should be the case. You know, Taysom took it in stride. He said, "Hey, tunnel vision. You know, only worried about what teammates, the family, and friends said." And it was a slow start, right? It was a slow. We all watched it. It was a slow start for him, and it's expected. It's his first career start. I think that like he got much better as the game went along, especially there in that second half. And correct me if I'm wrong, Sharif, but it seemed like throughout the entire game, and of course we're going to talk about the defense because the defense had a huge impact on the game today. In fact, uh, you know, game-changing impact. But uh, Taysom never really seemed timid. Like, you know, you said he got better each quarter, but that was strictly his performance. He never looked like he was nervous or scared or timid when he went out there. He looked like he was in, in control of the huddle the entire time. Yeah, he was pretty calm. He was very calm. He, he, he was calling out the plays. You know, he's setting people. I know Sean Payton said, you know, there was one play. He, he stacked it up on the wrong side. And that, you know, and the fumble, of course, he didn't do many things wrong. He did a good job in the flow of the game. That's what I think he did a good job of. And he did a good job of balancing and managing the game, making sure not to lose the game for the Saints. He did a good job, like I said. I like how he went through his progressions there, especially in the second half on that first drive. He went four or five. I think he had 54 yards. He went through all of his reads. And that, that's the thing I really like. He was really good in the play action. He His number one target throughout the whole game, especially in the play action, was Michael Thomas. I mean, he hooked up with him nine times. That had 12 targets to Michael Thomas. And I thought he was really good. Should have been 10 catches. Even Michael Thomas said, hey, I shouldn't have dropped that ball. It was a bad drop. But Oof. it should have had the touchdown McCoy held. But he went through his reads in the second half. And that's what you get when you become comfortable, I think. That's what you're going to see as his starts come along while Breeze is out, you're going to see him probably get a little bit more comfortable. He's going to see some different defenses, especially next week in Denver, but we'll talk about that another time. But he's going to get more comfortable, more snaps. Yeah. It's just like anything in life. You're going to get more comfortable. Right, more comfortable with reps. So Taysom yesterday, 18 of 23 for 233 yards. You mentioned Michael Thomas, who had his best game of the season so far. We, you know, he's been out with some injury. He's, you know, recovering, getting back to 100%. But how much more confidence does that give you seeing that Taysom and Michael Thomas connection right off the bat? Well, if you can get Michael Thomas back into the flow of things with Taysom Hill, yeah. now that's going to give Taysom some confidence, and that's going to like probably spread out through the rest of the receivers. So if you can get him involved and you finally have his first big game of the season, considering he's only played – you know, a couple games this season and he hasn't done anything because he's trying to come back from an injury. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, Michael Thomas can certainly build confidence in any quarterback. If you know, you can hit him on any route, out route, slant route, a deep in deep out. That's going to really make any quarterback confident, especially one who's going to have his, who's had his first career start. So that's a guy you need to really have on your side and have catching balls. And I think if you get him in the flow of the game, Emmanuel Sanders is going to like build his confidence throwing the ball to him deep as you saw in that would be should have been touchdown pass if McCoy doesn't help um you know have that holding call but you know Michael Thomas is the key for the receivers obviously we saw some zip on that ball that's for sure from Taysom um do, not that it was a win or a loss job but do you think Taysom won the starting job next week oh yeah I mean <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I think Sean Payton, like I said, I think Sean Payton said he is, you know, whenever he said the, the, the future quarterback is in the building, that's what he was talking about. So they're going to move forward with Taysom Hill. I'm sure they're going to install more things for Taysom as he gets more comfortable with the offense because they know teams are going to throw other looks at him and different looks throughout, you know, this time as, he, as a starting quarterback with Drew Brees out. Excited to see the development of Taysom Hill. Okay, let's go over to the defense. Defense made a huge impact on this game today. They've been getting better each Oof. week, it seems like. They had eight sacks, three of those belonging to Cam Jordan, several hugs for the Saints defense on Matt Ryan, as I like to say. 17 sacks in the last two games, if you're including the game last uh, season in Atlanta, Thanksgiving night, where Cam had a career-high four sacks. Like you said, three sacks in this one. They got off to the quarterback. It's just something when they go against Matt Ryan. It's just they know how to get to Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh, he's not the quickest quarterback. So you can get to him easily if you throw a blitz up, especially up the middle. I mean, the when they, when you flood the middle on Matt Ryan, it just seems like he has cement feet. And that's exactly it. took advantage of it, and they got him off the edge and up the middle. And Cam has just feasted on him. I mean, that's just it. He's 21 sacks, I think, career sacks on – Against the Falcons, I don't know how, if all of them are on Matt Ryan, but it feels like most of them are, if not all of them. But um, it seems like he has fun and a little bit of pettiness when it comes to going against, going against Matt Ryan, even though he didn't want to bring out the pettiness after the game because he knows he got to face him in a few weeks. But He took the high road. He took the, took high, the high road. road. <laughs> you know, a little sarcasm and funny stuff from, from Cam Jordan, which is, you know, typical Cam because he's just a jokester. He likes to have fun. But, yeah, man, it, it was really good to see the defensive line uh, really bring the pressure with the, with the eight sacks. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, more can you say about him? Nine and a half sacks on the season, tied for the lead right as of right now and with Miles Garrett. So, if, if he's playing well, like Cam says, if I'm getting double teamed, you better pretty much go in there and get the sacks. I want you to eat. You know, I want you to go in there and, and make sure – you go in there and get the sacks. And if it isn't Trey Hendrickson, it's going to be someone else if uh, Cam Jordan's getting double teamed. So that defensive line is doing that. It's going to help the secondary tremendously. And you saw a lot of pass breakups. I think I'm looking at the stat sheet. 11 passes defended. That's pretty yeah. good. I mean, 11 passes defended. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. What more can you say about him? Not only in the backfield, it's also in the secondary making plays. So you have him out there um, wreaking havoc in the backfield as well as in the secondary, that's also a, a plus sign for you in case Marshawn Lattimore doesn't play another week or two. And they did a fantastic job without 23 yeah. in the lineup, right? Really good job. Janoris Jenkins interception could have had two interceptions. I think Cam Jordan said we probably left three interceptions out, out on the field in that game. So whenever uh, you're playing that well, man, the confidence continues to build and it builds and you're going to be even more confident and you're going to get hungrier and, you're going to start creating even more plays and forcing more turnovers. I'm still hung up on you saying Matt Ryan has cement feet because that's what my Loyola basketball coach used to tell me when I was on defense, I had cement feet. So flashbacks to that. <laughs> I mean, it is true. I mean, doesn't like, doesn't move well. It's not a, it's well. not a disrespect to his game. It's, yeah. yeah. It's not a disrespect to his game. It's not what he does. It's not, he doesn't move well. I mean, he's a, he's a guy that gets rid of the ball quick has a pretty decent arm can get it down the field to Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and the other guys It just has cement feet. Cement feet. So cement or cement. Would you yeah. attribute um, Trey Hendrickson's development this year because it skyrocketed to, um, you know, Cam Jordan being doubled? What would you attribute his development to? I think when you're in the system, the Dennis Allen system, as long as you are, and Coach Nielsen helping him out as well, and, you know, just learning from Cam Jordan. I'm sure he picks Cam Jordan brain 
all day, every day when they're at practice. And even during the game, I'm sure he probably picks up some of the moves Cam Jordan has and learns from Sheldon Rankins and Marcus Davenport. He probably watches a lot, a lot of tape. I mean, he says that, you know, he, he continues to study. I know it's a lot of stuff that he says he does off the field that's helped him better in his life, which he thinks helps him on the field. So it's a number, it's a number of things. And he's got good, you know, hands, he's got good feet work. I mean, he knows how to like swim move. He can, he can, you know, fight off a lot of, of the offensive linemen. So he's going to get paid. That guy's going to get paid this off season. Last question before I let you go, Sharif. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, we were talking about the adversity that the Saints team has had faced. And if that, that was going to develop them for later on in the season, how much more confident are you in this team moving forward now that, you know, they've seemed to patch up every wound that there's been and they've done it successfully? Getting the job done, right? I mean, <laughs> the one game they play without all their receivers. Right. Another game, you know. Drew Brees doesn't play. It's going to be out for multiple games. You have, you know, some of the secondary out one game. I mean, they, they just seem to get it done. And it's a credit to everyone, not just the coaches, the players, you know, because they have the want. They know the end goal. They know the big goal here because they've been playing for it since the 2017 season. And they've come, they've fallen short. And they're probably tired of hearing, when are you guys going to win that second Super Bowl? When are you going to bring another Lombardi trophy home? Oh man, this week so and so is not playing. That, that this week so and so isn't going to play, and you know the Saints are going to struggle. Every time they hear that, they seem to step up to the challenge. You know, it just goes to show you the depth, the coaching, and the players having that want to win these games. And if you challenge them and say they're not going to win because they're without all these players, I expect them to certainly step up to that challenge and and do their best to make sure they win that game, just like they did against the Atlanta Falcons, who. You know, we're supposed to throw for a bunch of yards because Lattimore wasn't playing and Drew Brees wasn't playing. They weren't supposed to score many points. So it's just keep getting the job done, regardless of who's on the field. Sharif, you can't see him on video, but he keeps doing like the Jordan shrug me and they're like, well, you, you got to just get it done. <laughs> I love it. Sharif Ishak from WDSU recapping the Saints 24-9 to win over the Atlanta Falcons. Sharif, when's the next time we're going to see you in storm coverage? We, the people need to see, you know, angry Sharif. We need to make shirts. Nah, I mean, you could probably make the shirt of, you know, the ladder. The ladder. Almost hitting me. Almost hitting me in, uh, was that Zeta? Yeah, Hurricane Zeta in Plaquemines Parish, you know, off the top of a four-story building. And I was like two seconds away from getting hit by a ladder. So if you want to freeze frame, if you want to freeze frame, frame the picture, I think everyone in, everyone in that building texted me that night. Everyone from the Saints and from Pelicans texted me about that and said, wow, I can't believe that happened. And they also said, I'm glad that you're okay, but got a laugh out of it. So we all care okay. about you, Sharif. That's all. That I mean, means. I mean, I'm glad I'm all right. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm glad I didn't get hit by a ladder. I mean, you just, you know, started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> sure. Climbing the rungs to the top. I mean, what do you want from me? I mean, you want me to just take a picture of myself and put it on a t-shirt and wear it on air? That'd be great. I mean, getting hit by a ladder, me picking up that, um, sheetrock but I look looked away and I'm like looking all like confused like what just happened behind me if you can tell Sharif Ishak is not salty at all that he has to do storm just sarcastic (laughs) I'm sarcastic sarcastic salty sarcastic salty all right Sharif we'll let you go we appreciate you uh, joining us to recap the game on Sunday no problem anytime always good to have a little fun with the local media 
Saints fans, if you missed the interviews with players following the Falcons game on Sunday, be sure to check it out on NewOrleansSaints.com or the Saints app. We'll also have a recap article from our very own John DeShazer, so make sure you go check it out on NewOrleansSaints.com or the Saints app. All right, that'll do it for the Monday edition of the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I hope you are all having a safe and happy holiday week. And remember to mask up, continue to follow the CDC guidelines so that we can hopefully be together inside the Mercedes-Benz Superdome soon. All right, we'll have another edition for you on Wednesday. Thanks so much for joining us on the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek.